0: Hey, Jason. Douglas, welcome back.
1: Uh, Thanks. I've been here, but I appreciate you welcoming me uh, back to where we've been. (laughs) Back to where we've been. (laughs) It's Doable Discipleship,
0: a Saddleback Church podcast and YouTube show designed to help you deepen your friendship with God, but Jason calls
1: it the show that helps you grow. Wow. It's a music. It's a worship episode. I'm lulled in. Oh, yes. Thought about the tie-in.
0: That's a good tie-in. There you go. Hey, before we get into that, why don't you tell us a little bit about something special coming up?
1: We do have something special coming up. So, uh, the last week we talked about uh, the have or the practice of, of rest, and we've talked about silence and solitude. And a lot of these things we've talked about retreats, different retreats that you can go and do. Well, we have a retreat that is coming up called Surrender. Um, this is a retreat that's taking uh, place at our Rancho Capistrano Retreat Center. It's on uh, October twenty seventh, so in a couple weeks, and uh, guys, I highly, enjoy, highly encourage you to check this out. If you've never really experienced a retreat and in, in, in what it's like, do this one. Do this mm-hmm. one. Um, it's it's an all day thing. It's from nine to four, I believe, is it, and um, it's thirty five dollars. It includes snacks, lunch the uh, books, the curriculum, all this stuff, and uh, you'll get to have a very fun time. Uh, Pastor Brandon, who you've met, will be leading that one, along with Linda Tokar, who you've met. Mm, So uh, guys, no reason not to do this. It's a Saturday. Come hang out and, and, and spend some time with God. Sounds really good. Did
0: you mention link in the show notes if you want to register for that?
1: I did not, but you just
0: did. It's been mentioned now. Well, today we're gonna be continuing with a series, in fact, wrapping up a series that we started a few weeks ago talking about uh, spiritual practices, spiritual disciplines, kind of some next step disciplines that you can build into your life to take your relationship with God to a whole nother level. We've talked about fasting with Buddy week one. We talked about silence and solitude. Jason and I chatted about that. We talked about rest with Matt Graybill last week, which is a great episode. Really loved hearing his personal Mm -hmm. recent experience with rest. Today, we're going to be talking about the practice of worship with someone you may recognize if you watch Saddleback Services online, or if you attend here in Lake Forest, you'll know this friend of ours. Her name's Tim Rea and she's coming out in just a moment.
1: All right, and we're back. And Timory, you're here. Hi. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks we're, for coming. Yeah. It's
0: a pleasure. Yeah, we're excited it's to have nice. you on today.
1: So uh, we have a few questions. We're going to be jumping into the topic of worship. But first, let's just talk about, um, so what is your role here on staff? And, um, and what do you enjoy most about what you get to do?
2: Yeah, so I am a worship leader here at at our Lake Forest campus. And I um, look after our vocal team, our choir, and some other worship leaders, uh, up and coming worship leaders that are being developed right now. And so Mm. I sit at the table with the rest of our staff who help shape the greater culture of Saddleback worship. Mm. And I would say that um, my greatest joy in this role would be to uh, pour into growing leaders yeah. and to see them released into their God-given mm. ministry of worship leader leadership so yeah, that's so cool that's awesome. I love it I love it Sweet. it's an honor
0: well you you participate big time with a team that helps our entire church uh, worship by praising God and that's uh, th- giving praise to God is such a deeply biblical and historic way mm-hmm. to worship the Lord and you guys lead us into that can you talk a little bit about how the practice of praise fits into your personal worship
2: life yeah. So, um, yeah, we're just gonna get real from the get go. <laughs> this is uh, this is so much a part of my story in recent years. Um, mm. But you know, my husband and I have had a have had a year full of um, a lot of pain and simultaneously unspeakable joy, mm. and um, and praise has been a choice through all of that. Mm. Last year. The week before Easter, we actually um, had a miscarriage. We miscarried our first mm. child, and for me, as a worship leader at Saddleback, the week of Easter means a lot of services and singing and pouring out. Yeah, and this was just days before our run of Easter services, and you know, it would have been easy for me to stay home. It would have been easy for me to retreat, and certainly, my leaders were ready to give that space to me yeah. um which i'm grateful for but my husband and i had talked and we just said you know why we're not going to let this loss or what the enemy meant for for harm yeah. to take my praise mm. to take my song to steal my joy to steal my song and i decided just drawing a line in the sand and said, you know what? I'm going to we're going to be present and publicly praise God mm-hmm. um in this in this moment, in this season. Mm-hmm. And you know whether thousands of people in front of me knew it or not, I was I was I was declaring that nothing was going to steal my praise. Mm-hmm. And I was going to praise God when it when it didn't make sense. And um you know, a year after that, the next Easter, this this past Easter, um, we have our baby girl with us. We got pregnant two, two months after we miscarried that Mm. Easter and she's the joy of our life. She's six months old now and she's Mm. amazing and we just love her so much and Mm. we're so grateful for her. Um, but so that, that next Easter we got to praise God with her Mm. and, um, that was just so incredible. And, you know, in more recent, in more recent days, um, Right after my daughter was born, eight weeks after she was born, my my mom actually passed away from lung cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had been diagnosed three years ago, mm-hmm. and we had been believing for her full healing for three years, and and she passed away eight weeks after my daughter was born. Mm-hmm. And, you know... <laughs> God is good, whether I acknowledge it or not, whether you acknowledge it or not, whether we acknowledge it or not. But mm-hmm. there is certainly something powerful that happens when we decide to thank him, adore him, um, bring our praise to him in a season where you probably want to do everything else yeah. but that Thanks. and have a lot of questions and, you know... Maybe even feel like he didn't show up for you the way that you hoped he would have or, mm. or believed that he would have. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, like in our humanity and our flesh, praise doesn't make sense, but something powerful happens when praise happens. Mm. You know, in those times when it doesn't make sense, there is peace that passes all understanding that floods our minds and our hearts. Oh, and his presence is just so present. Um, as we walk through those times and so i think more than ever before in my life i've i've chosen praise this past year in public and in private mm-hmm. and that's the first thing that comes to my mind when i think of you know praise being part of my personal my my personal life yeah and my response to what what Takes place in my life. Hmm.
0: Hmm. This is this is actually the the culmination of a series on spiritual practices, and you, mm-hmm. I keep hearing you use the word choose and decide, mm-hmm. and those are such important keys to any spiritual practice that we engage yeah. in. That there is a there is a tide of feelings that sometimes comes along and sometimes pushes us in the direction away from praise. <laughs> yeah. But what you're talking about is a very mature choice to say. I'm going to do this because God deserves this, regardless of what I'm feeling. Yeah. And that submission is something that's so—I just think that demonstrates a lot of maturity. What a what a what a wild year! Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing yes. that. I have, and I hadn't heard you share that full story either.
2: Yeah, I I really haven't had the platform to to do oh. that, and just felt compelled yeah. to share that here. Wow. Because Thanks for doing that. Yeah. Thanks
0: for being honest that with is that.
2: That's my story. <laughs>
1: yeah, Man. I think there's something. I think what going back to kind of what you were talking about, I think there's something that's so powerful about just speaking those truths mm-hmm. and allowing those truths to help, you know, help you to navigate all these different realms of feelings that mm-hmm. you're going through. But when you take that time and the choice that you were talking about and focus in on these truths about who God is, mm-hmm. about his love for, you know, his love for you and, and, and praise those truths and sing those truths back to god yeah it's something it, it helps you just to you know focus in mm-hmm. i think that's i think that's really powerful yeah talking about.
2: yeah it, yeah absolutely i um i think it it makes our faith rise up again and yeah. i think it it um you know there's sometimes when Especially in seasons like that, where it's where naturally I feel like I want to come to God with a lot of questions. I think praise says, you know, I don't need to understand right now. I just need to put God in His rightful place yeah. and mm. back back in my life, like back mm. in His rightful place in mm. my life. And um, again, it doesn't make sense in our flesh, but yeah. it's a choice, and He meets us there. Mm, and that's yeah. what's really cool.
0: I had a similar experience. There's a verse that we shared on the show a few weeks back, Psalm 27 verses mm-hmm. four and five. Psalm 27 is a psalm of praise, mm-hmm. um, and my wife and I we lost our first little girl, um, or our first baby. We're not sure, boy or girl. Some for some reason I sensed a girl, but mm-hmm. that, I'm not saying there's anything to that. And I remember the night at the hospital and all the stuff that came along with that. And the next, and we were just we got home at like 4 a.m., just exhausted, crashed into bed. And the yeah. next morning, I just woke up feeling like I need something from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I just opened, happened onto Psalm 27, four and five. And it was a verse that took me through the same process that you're describing now, which is the one where it felt like God was just trying to shift me and say, I know what you're feeling. And I know it really hurts, but I want to remind you of the things that are objectively true about me, Mm -hmm. which is what you were Mm -hmm. saying a minute ago. There are things that are true about God, regardless of what we're feeling Mm -hmm. or going through or thinking in the moment. And again, that goes back to a very mature understanding of how we are meant to approach this this
1: truly great God, yeah, yeah, a yeah. God who meets us yeah. in our pain, meets us mm-hmm. in those yeah. in those hard times, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, as Doug said, we 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 are um, in the last episode of this epi- of this series on spiritual practices, spiritual disciplines. Um, so, so we wanted to talk about worship as a discipline or, or mm-hmm. worship as a practice that we want to in- engage in. Um so the question is is how has your personal understanding kind of changed your approach to worship as a practice?
2: Yeah, I feel like I could give a few different answers to this <laughs> sure. because I I know that it has certainly grown and you know just developed over the years. Mm-hmm. Um but but the first thing that comes to my mind is actually a value of our teams and in true uh saddleback fashion, you know, our our saddleback worship values are an acrostic. And yes. the yeah. And uh, you know, the P in worship, W-O-R-S-H-I-P, is pray continuously. And um, you know, first this first Thessalonians five talks about pray without ceasing. And um, you know, obviously, of course, that doesn't mean reciting prayers to God 24-7, but if prayer is communication with God, I read that scripture and understand that I can bear a posture of prayer, Mm. which means that I can just tune my heart to an awareness of his voice Mm. 24 seven when I'm doing my, my day in day out when I'm brushing my teeth, when I'm driving in the car, when I'm checking out at the grocery store. Mm. And, um, and, and I think that, that, that is how I've grown or, um, or developed over the years, and just my my awareness of God, like bearing this posture of prayer that says I'm I'm available for relationship with God all the mm. time. Like I'm available for conversation to Him and from Him. I'm available to be a vessel, you know, in my day in and day out, and um, and that being like an act of worship, mm. like a constant, just availability. For relationship, for conversation to be used hmm. by him, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: To to me, it's not, it's it's kind of feels like a um, like with time. There's a melding of the public and private worship life. You know, mm-hmm. I think maybe early on as believers, when we st- first get connected to the church, we think of worship as the thing that we do together on the weekends, mm-hmm. and that really is that is that's worship, and it's a big important facet of it. But what I'm hearing you talk about is the private, the inner life of worship, mm-hmm. which is that which is very much the one-to-one relationship between you and God and, um, and the, continual, the continual nature of that. that yeah. It's something that can be an ongoing part of your mm-hmm. life, not something that only occupies a certain season or day of the absolutely. week or anything mm-hmm. like that. And I think that's a, that is a sign of, of God's uh, presence and your awareness of his presence seeping into mm-hmm. every realm of life, mm-hmm. where you let him be involved in absolutely everything that, that you do.
1: I've, yeah, as, as you're talking, I've had the song, your praise will ever be on my lips, mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. just on my head as thinking about it as a practice is, you know, is what you're talking about is being, being available and being kind of being connected. Mm-hmm. And so as you're going about your life, it's just is being observant yeah. of God, aware, you know, it, it being okay. aware, yeah. and then mm-hmm. in being thankful or, mm-hmm. or 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 saying a prayer or whatever it is, but it's just being aware, being observant of of Him as you're going about your daily life. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's true. I, I love the gathering. I love our church. I love you know the body of Christ and gathering and yeah. raising our voice together. Yeah. But that certainly is out of the overflow of what's happening personally, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's so powerful when we get to come that's together to and add our voice. It. Out of
1: the overflow. I like yeah, that. That's good. Yeah. We should change the service name to overflow. <laughs> out of the overflow. I like yeah. it. That's overflow. Cool. It's not just in the plaza. Really. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Sorry, Lake Forest joke.
0: Well, you know, one thing I love about your team too, and and I think one of the just incredible value adds that you guys bring to our church is that you you help, especially people who are relatively new in the body, to learn truths about God in a different way. Mm -hmm. You're you're teaching our people who God is in the songs that you write and the songs that you lead us into. And um, there's a real... You're not just helping people encounter God; you're helping them know who He is, Mm -hmm. like know His attributes, know His character. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's such an important. I mean, that's I think not to. We're not going on this tangent; I'll resist it. But that's the Spirit and Truth idea: Mm -hmm. those two things coming together in harmony, an understanding, and a uh, a a passion and a zeal Mm -hmm. for who God is. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about attitudes and mindsets Um, entering into a time of worship, whether it's publicly or privately what are the what are the mindsets that we ought to be bringing to the table
2: yeah i would say most importantly the best attitude or mindset to bear would be one of just knowing that we can we can boldly come to him just as we are Hmm. as hebrews 4 talks about you know coming boldly before the throne of grace and um just as we are we approach him and through worship we we magnify him and put him back in his rightful place in our lives um but just that idea of i don't have to tie up all the loose ends or things don't have to look a certain way before i come to him i mean that is worship is Mm. i'm deciding to put him back in his rightful place Mm. in my in my heart in my mind in my life Yeah. yeah and um gosh that that is like telling him i i don't have it all together i need you back in your your rightful seat mm.
1: so i love that i'm coming back to the heart of worship mm-hmm. you know it's just that idea of of coming you know of, of saying yeah i know what i've been doing i know i haven't been thinking you know or haven't been as focused but i'm coming mm. back
2: yeah yeah you know. yeah
0: there's really humility in that in the moment you're saying I can I can decide to be swept away by what I want or what I think or how I think things ought to be essentially saying me mm-hmm. it's me that's important in this moment yeah. or we yep. can say no no it's not me it's you
2: yeah
0: um saying god you are going to be the, the the primary focus of my life no matter mm-hmm. what I'm going through and again mm-hmm. that's that's a degree of humility and surrender that comes only through a long process of growth as you've seen i think you you know you've over the course of your life you've seen Um, your heart toward God change and your ability to enter into those moments change with time.
2: Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. And I think that's something that we should encourage too is, you know, instead of just, or if you find yourself, I should say, um, either on the weekend or whatever, or in the car as you're listening or singing along and you just find yourself just singing along, Take some time to think about the lyrics of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, maybe do some research and, and pull out the lyrics and be like, what am I saying? So that next time I'm in church mm-hmm. or, or whatever, I'm in the car, mm-hmm. I, can, I, I can sing this as a declaration. Like, yeah, I know what this, you know, I know what this means. I know what this is saying. And yeah. I'm declaring this in praise.
2: That's a great, that's a great idea.
1: What do you, that's d- our doable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <No, great. laughs> okay
0: this is a bonus question. I hope you don't mind. What about, you know, people are showing, people show up to times of worship and sometimes like we come in with all kinds of junk Mm -hmm. on us. Like what, what do you, what do you urge somebody to do in that moment? Who maybe their attitudes are kind of all over the place. They're not right. Mm -hmm. And they're feeling kind of repelled by this moment of entering worship Mm -hmm. with God. Do you have any thoughts about like, just you personally, as you've been going through things, how do you how do you step into that moment mm-hmm. um, in spite of all the stuff that's going on?
2: Yeah, I mean, the reality is I I feel that still, you know, every once in a while. I think just, again, even in our humanity, that sort of, yeah. that's going to pop up. That's going to oh, creep yeah. up. Um, and, And it's in that moment that you, again, I just, I think of like choice. I think mm-hmm. of pushing past feelings. I think of, you know, just... Like superseding, like all everything I'm feeling right now, and choosing to say, choosing to say, God, you are my God. Mm-hmm. You know, choosing to engage in singing. I think, I think yeah. singing, honestly, like singing and worship is something that kind of gets us out of ourselves pretty quick. Oh yeah, because whether you're good or not so good at singing, it's just it's not natural, and so I think it kind of gets you out of your shell of of just self and, and pride. And I think naturally singing is just this sort of uh, abandoning of what anybody thinks really. Cause it's, mm. it's mm. not natural as I'm talking to you, you know, yeah. it's just kind of, it takes some getting out of yourself to, mm. to decide to sing yeah. actually, you know? And so, and obviously when, when those songs are filled with truth um, you know, you're just, again, you're choosing to say, I'm gonna push past these feelings and decide to declare, God is my God. He's good, and um, whether my feelings end up catching up with that or not, that's that's the truth. And yeah. I'm gonna sing, and I'm gonna kind of get outside myself and hmm. and sing and raise my voice yeah. to God.
0: It's a it's a sing anyway.
2: Yeah, isn't that right? Yeah. I mean,
0: it's sing anyway. Mm-hmm. Maybe the feelings will catch up, but either way, whether they do or they don't, you will have given God His rightful place by yeah. making the choice. Yeah,
1: I think that's part of the practice. What you were mm. talking about is still is is sing anyway, mm. and and let the you know and let what you're singing have you know have its effect. Yeah. Let you the know, spirit let it uh-huh. have its effect. You know, have his effect on on your emotions. Yeah, and more
2: times yeah. than not. You, when you choose to do that, you don't leave the it's, same. It's yeah, yeah. You, you know, you, you do. Your posture ends up changing. Your insides end up changing. Your, mm-hmm. your mind ends up ends up being in a better place. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say it may be unusual to sing, but I did open this episode by singing. Just <laughs> he did saying, do a little ditty. <laughs> we did a little ditty. Um, <laughs>
0: um well hang hang on before we jump you're gonna jump to like books or something well i was gonna yeah (laughs) i was
1: gonna adapt the question oh yeah that was gonna
0: be wise of you let's not pivot too hard here no uh you you talked about coming as you are Mm -hmm. and i think that's such a i think that's such an important note as well like Mm -hmm. don't don't fail to show up for the moment don't Mm -hmm. fail to enter into that moment because you feel like oh i can't go to god when i'm feeling like this or when this kind of when I, there's this wrestling going on inside me or that kind yeah. of thing. But I think I, that that's something I love about like the Psalms. We talked about genres. Um, we talked about poetry as a genre in the Bible. Mm-hmm. and So much of the poetry in the Bible is song and that there's something so raw in so much of the Bible poetry that it's yeah. like people like David showing up and kind of venting mm-hmm. the contents of their heart to God, doing it through song. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain, there's a, and this I think ties so well into what, there have been so many times in my life where I'm going through something, and when I'm standing when I'm standing in that time of worship with my brothers and sisters, I there's that moment at times where it feels like the song is giving me voice. Like it's mm-hmm. actually drawing something out of me, yeah, and helping me to say something that I couldn't mm-hmm. say on my own, mm-hmm. like helping me have a very honest moment with God that I yeah, I couldn't come up with words. I needed a poet to help me come up with mm-hmm. words to get that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I think that's something that you guys, you uh, you draw things out of our church that might not just come out naturally. That might Thank not be you. expressed naturally. Yeah.
2: yeah, I I think that there's so much safety in the presence of God, whether it's in a car ride or whether it's mm. you know in a room full of people. Um, there's so much safety in just being honest before Him. You know, it's mm. nothing scares Him. Like mm-hmm. nothing mm. is off limits, yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, that's what love and grace is. It's just, and not human love and grace. It's just beyond. And, you know, you can be in a car ride with him and, and you can come to him just as you are and, and ask him all the questions and be upset if you want to be upset mm-hmm. and be happy if you want to be happy. And, mm-hmm. and nothing is too big and yeah. nothing is off limits. And, You know, obviously in my role and having to be in front of people, a lot of people often, um, I have felt the safety of coming to him just as I am, even in front of thousands of people, you know, Mm. and it's okay. Like, it's just a safe place Mm. to, to do that and to be that and to you know, even be side by side of of others and you feel like maybe I don't have a song to bring right now and just to be in a company of people and not forsaking the gathering because there's so much powerful things that happen when when you decide to to just show up sometimes. Um, When you hear the voice of others praising, Mm -hmm. that can just lift you up Mm -hmm. and their faith can cause your faith to rise and... Mm -hmm. um, Gosh, I really don't know where I was going with that, other than just like, there's so much safety in Mm -hmm. his presence, and you know, um, not having a song, and perhaps even just filling your mouth with a song that, like you said, it's like Mm -hmm. I didn't have the words to articulate this, but this song is is giving me the words for this Mm -hmm. moment, is giving me the words for where my heart is at, and I am grateful for music. I'm grateful for for worship music. I'm grateful for the gathering and I'm grateful, I'm grateful for worship music in the gathering and I'm grateful for worship music in private. It's just, it's a gift to Mm -hmm. be able to express where our hearts at when we don't have the words. Mm
1: -hmm. Wow, That's really good. (laughs) Um, well, yes, my next question was a bit of a topic changer with books, (laughs) but, um, but I wanted to add to that too. Um, so the question is, Is are there any books that you found especially helpful for the topic of worship? But mm-hmm. I wanted to add, too, um what songs have been especially impactful for you or meaningful for, for you lately? When we had John Cassetto on mm-hmm. uh, like a year ago, however long that was, he talked about – Good Good Father and just mm-hmm. the importance of that yeah. in his life at the time and I was just wondering if there was any songs that you wanted to talk about a little bit too
2: yeah as far as songs go um, I know that uh, actually last year at uh, the same the same week that we had miscarried mm. Bethel had just put out a new album called Starlight and that it, even that title track Starlight has been a song that has kind of carried me mm. through this last year and this last mm-hmm. season and um i mean the words just talk about him you know being closer than our breath he's not far away he comes in close Mm. and so many times i've just put that on and needed to be sung over Mm. and needed to be reminded of that Mm.
0: um we'll link that in the show notes
1: yeah
2: yeah yeah that song starlight and there there's a few others from that um from that album i know this year at at PDC at night of worship, um, Josh was leading "Reckless Love" and the bridge of that song. There's no mountain you won't climb up. Shadow, or, I'm totally forgetting the words. Shadow, you won't
1: it up. It's easier to Come sing on, it yeah. than say it. Actually, <laughs> no, the shadow, oh, you won't you lie. down. <laughs> lie, you won't tear down. Coming after me. There you me, go, whatever, Jason. You only that's only perfect. Wow. That's wow. We got it.
2: <laughs> you know, and he <laughs> was singing that singing song. And, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> um, so he's singing that that bridge and it was like through that song through that bridge the lord was telling me trust me like nothing i'm nothing none of this is wasted nothing is wasted on me there's nothing that i'm not going to kick down tear down like to to get to you and make something beautiful out of this mess, like Mm. out of all this junk, like Mm. there's nothing that's going to keep me from picking up all the pieces of this, every tear, every frustration, every, you know, moment of, you know, just despair, I guess you could say, um, and make something beautiful out of it. Mm. And that, has also been a song that's just every yeah. time I hear that bridge, it's just it reminds me of that moment. It reminds me of those words he spoke to me. Hmm. I nothing is wasted with him. Nothing is. I he, there's nothing he won't plow through to make sure that he'll pick pick up every piece and make something hmm. beautiful out of it. Hmm. Like I said, nothing's scary to him. Nothing's yeah. off limits, and yeah. so the words of that bridge He's have literally just literally seen so, it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But as far as books that's go, um I. You know, I think any book, any book by Darlene Check about worship is just stunning. Mm. She has such a beautiful and biblical take on worship and worship Mm. leading, and of course, kind of weaves in her own personal story and adventure Mm. with the Lord over the years. Mm. I'm just a seasoned, beautiful, mature worship leader, and uh, and I especially love, sorry, um, especially love Jack Hayford's book called "Worship His Majesty." Mm. It's a handbook of sorts, just. Foundational handbook hmm. on what worship is, why we do huh. it. Um, it's cool. it's a great resource. Oh, that's yeah. Great.
0: sweet. Yeah, we'll drop links to those down below. We'll pull up some darling check stuff. Um, you guys, your team must have the best car rides. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine, I just, imagine <laughs> I just want to go to lunch with you guys sometime. Just like, I feel like you guys would be a fun bunch in the car. And if you just start jamming anytime, on something, you know, like start World jamming. Style. Yeah. maybe not quite in that <laughs> oh, genre, but maybe along those lines. I bet they. Let I me have this picture genre. of what I think your team is like in the car. Do not change it. You guys sing everywhere you go. That is my story. It's not changing. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about, uh, we're we're gonna go back a little bit to what you said earlier about how worship can be a a practice that's woven into every part of life. Yeah. Um, How would you encourage or guide somebody to start thinking of worship as going beyond just the corporate experience on the weekend and into just their daily experience?
2: Yeah, yeah, I, i I, speaking to earlier this posture of prayer. I know that, you know, obviously I don't have all the answers, but this is something that I... I try to practice on a daily basis. It's just the start of the day deciding to put mm. on that posture of prayer, deciding to be to have an awareness of his voice, to having mm. a, an awareness of um or just availability for relationship and mm. communication. Um and conversation with God and and choosing choosing praise along the way, choosing praise in that meeting, choosing thanksgiving, you know, mm. um when you're having a rough day or you're having a joyful day, you know, just mm choosing praise and choosing to put on a posture of prayer and an awareness of his voice uh, throughout the day um so that in your normal coming and going like um like the message translation talks about giving giving him just our normal you know day to day coming yeah. and going um so that in that we're just we're available and we're yeah. ready and we're yeah. you know we're in communion with God and communication with him and yeah. um yeah and then, and then I think just choosing to praise and thank God, even when it doesn't make sense.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's where the discipline really comes in, right? Yeah,
2: mm. yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Um, Man, this has been great. Yeah, thanks for thank thanks for guys. coming and sharing so honestly. Yeah, I'm, i and I'm it. just grateful for the way you've been able mm. to speak so personally and honestly mm-hmm. and real. It's not these aren't just principles to you. It's the stuff that you've been living out. It's my life. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I I love hearing this personally and i think a lot of our a lot of saddleback members will too because it just you're gonna have such a dimension now when i Mm -hmm. when i'm when i'm worshiping with you Mm -hmm. in the worship center there's a dimension to your worship life that i feel like i i kind of comprehend more now and now i feel like i get to worship with you more and Mm -hmm. together more i think that's the cool connectedness of this well thanks so much for making time for us and coming out this this is cool cool. let's do it again real soon i'd love that And we'll make you sing something next time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We love you. We'll see you next time. (laughs) If you're a podcast listener and you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. And if you're thinking, hey, listening's great, but is there a way I can watch these episodes? Yeah, there is. Subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for video versions of these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you're already watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast, so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question just might inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Doug Jones, and I hope you'll join us again next week.